0: Howdy, folks. Welcome back. It is another week where we are kind of uh, digging through the vault and figuring out which episodes we just couldn't stop thinking about over the years. And this is one that actually, well, it actually came out this season. And what I'm talking about is Project Bluebeam. This is one of those situations where I like to give Tyler a lot of grief on a lot of topics. Yeah. In different ways. This was a situation, especially specifically timed when we released this uh, episode, where there just felt like a bunch of crazy stuff was happening in the world, mm-hmm. as it always does, but specifically to like UFO sightings and, and you know, all this kind of stuff. But more impor- importantly, more importantly, it kind of opened conversations up, even outside of the show for us, um, that we'll talk about, you know, after you guys give it a listen, mm-hmm. uh, that... I don't know. I really loved learning about this personally and the conversations that started because of it. Yes. Uh, This is
1: one that I've kind of had under my hat for a long time. And I I really I just want to praise Woody for allowing me to, uh, you know, take a take a deep dive over in Tyler's conspiracy corner on this one, because, you know, it it kind of does uh i don't know sometimes some 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 folks would look down on this i would say sometimes Mm -hmm. as we all know the
0: cia created hold on hold on what let's let let's, let's let i feel like we're the muppet guys let's let them listen to it and then let's meet back up with them at the end and we can talk about all this stuff that's so rude bro let's dive in unidentified object shot out of the skies we're
2: getting a classified briefing on the three objects the u.s military shot down in recent days for the third day in a row and the fourth time in just nine days three times in one week u.s fighter jets have shot objects out of the sky the u.s intelligence community says ufo reports involving the military are on the rise
1: And it comes just one day after the U.S. took out a different object over a...
3: U.S. intelligence agencies confirm hundreds of additional UAP sightings have been reported. And the office that tracks these sightings in restricted military airspace says that some, quote, require further analysis...
1: The flying objects in these reports are described as appearing, and I quote here, to have demonstrated unusual flight characteristics or performance capabilities. The White House is still unable to confirm what they were
2: or where they were from.
1: How worried should Americans be about this?
2: Well, I think
3: they should be pretty uh, worried, worried.
0: Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, That Would Be Rad. We're a podcast that majors in 80s and 90s nostalgia, comic culture, all things paranormal, and minors in retro video games, tabletop RPGs, pre-internet mysteries, and raising our kids to be half as cool as we were back in the 80s. We're your hosts, Woody Brown. And Tyler Benz What's up, bro? Hey, pal. Look, man, I don't want to waste a single second because... Mm-hmm. Here's the deal, folks. Listeners, welcome. Welcome. You know, if you've been paying attention to the news whatsoever or listening to any other podcast that exists, more than likely you've already heard about this. But listen, we couldn't, for historical purposes, we wanted to kind of give you guys some context into why we decided to talk about what we're talking about today. So as of this date that you're listening to this show this should have come out monday february 20th mm-hmm. the following things have happened now little disclaimer there could have been other things that have happened but so far at the time that we're recording this this is what's going on and i'm just going to list a couple of things almost like a timeline of events that have happened and tyler's going to hold his Opinions tromping at the bit to the to the end of mm-hmm. it all, or when we start talking about mm-hmm. everything. Okay, number one. Well, let me see. It all started February fourth of this year, twenty twenty three. A Chinese spy balloon was shot down over the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, it initially, I think, entered Alaskan airspace on January twenty eighth, twenty twenty three, and drifted from Idaho to South Carolina, where right off of that uh, South Carolina coast, it was shot down. Reportedly, it was the size of three school buses and flying at the altitude of sixty to 65,000 feet. Mm-hmm. Now, some quick context there. Commercial airlines typically fly anywhere between thirty-three and 42,000 feet. There are some, like the super-fast Concorde, that get higher uh, altitudes like 51,000 or, or even 60,000 feet. But typically mm. the flights that we go on to go, you know, all around the world yep. is generally like much, you know, at least 20,000 feet lower than that. Mm-hmm. Then now again, this one is somewhat unique in that so far thus far, it's the only one that anyone in terms of another country or organization has claimed ownership of and so china claimed ownership and states that uh well i'll get there later but anyhow china did admit i guess that this was you know theirs okay that was february 4th 2023 when it was shot down then only a few days later on february 10th 2023 a quote ufo was shot down over alaska reportedly most likely not a balloon and it was the size of a small car if that's not enough, Sept- or September, <laughs> February 11th, 2023, a US F 22, which those things are freaking awesome, downed an object over the Yukon Territory bordering Alaska. A Canadian official described it as cylindrical in shape and smaller than a spy mm-hmm. balloon. February 12th, 2023, near Lake Huron, a UFO was shot down. It first appeared over Montana and then shot down. At Lake Huron, off of Michigan, it was flying around twenty thousand feet, which is, I mean, pretty close to where a commercial airline flies. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was octagonal in structure or in shape, I guess, with strings hanging off of it, but no discernible payload. And again, I'm reading off of sort of highlighted snippets of. I guess, official reporting or whatever, right? So no discernible payload. I have in quotes in my notes here because someone actually uh, said that. So up until now, those are the main ones that have kind of happened. Mm -hmm. And really, again, for historical purposes, in case you're listening to this, uh, one year, two year, five years, 20 years into the future, you'll at least know, oh, this was that weird week (laughs) where these things started popping up seemingly out of nowhere. When our kids are listening to this, Amelia, you you just turned eight. Elliot, you are still four. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's a crazy time right now. It's nuts. So before we talk about the official topic, right, I think Mm -hmm. technically it's going to naturally progress into that topic because I think first it's important for us to kind of just talk about you know what we think is happening or what we think these things are and it's inter- it's an interesting time too for folks that are interested in this stuff
2: mm-hmm.
0: because from what i can tell there's a lot of you know i would say like the ufo community isn't necessarily divided but there's a there is a like sort of a strong line of what people are thinking but mm-hmm. for the most part i would say the majority are saying these aren't of uh, alien origin. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Do, I mean, I know you're chomping in the bit, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> you're just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just biting the sin out of yeah. your lip to tell me what your thoughts are. But do you want to hear what mine are first? And then you can happily destroy my theories. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Well, I mean, my initial thought is. Hey, guys, pack up the car, the world's ending. Um, <laughs> and that's because I've just been, you know, hey, man, I'm watching The Last of Us. I love, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of movies and stuff. But then when all this stuff starts happening, it's like, um, well, first it's the Chinese one. And it's like, well, are we being invaded somehow? Like, what, what is it carrying? You know, and that's weird. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and also my initial thought with that one is, okay, wow, it's at 60,000 feet. The interesting thing, really, the part that I started being like, "Wait, this is starting to get a little weird," was sort of like the different shapes. So we had now we have like a cylindrical one for people that have been fans of UFOs and these kinds mm-hmm. of things. You know, I think Tyler, you described it to me initially, even or just re- referred to it as like you know like a tic tac. Well, potential the, the like tick cylinder, right? The tic tac is the was the footage from
1: the pilot from, like, 2019, maybe. Right. Yeah. But this one is kind of that kind of kind shape, of right? Yeah. That's just what I pictured in my head, anyway. Which, actually, to me, I like... I don't know. I, I mean, not going to get into, like, what we, we think they are, but I do like... I love whenever there are... Yet, s- anyway. Yeah, yeah. There are sightings of the those, like, cylindrical ones, mm-hmm. which are really cool to me because those actually predate... Any of like the disc shapes, oh. you know, and mm-hmm. they used to call them the ghost rockets. Man. So,
0: little, little history lesson. Little, there. little, uh, little trivia in case mm-hmm. that's a Jeopardy question.
1: And so, I like those. I like the idea. That yeah, they
0: are cool. I, I like them too. I, you know, like cigar these, shaped. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Cigar mm-hmm. shape. Yeah. And then, like, another one was like an octagon, mm-hmm. right? And once the altitude started getting a little bit lower and stuff, that's when it becomes, I don't know, it's, Long story short, for me, you know, I don't think they're extraterrestrial in origin. Mm-hmm. I think, if anything, it's just some sort of uh, spying going on for sure. Mm-hmm. And at those weird altitudes where, like, you know, the radar devices aren't necessarily uh, before aren't necessarily sort of um, what is the uh, not prim- what is the word I'm looking for, man? Like uh, what the settings being. Um, not conditioned not primed not oh uh, I know what you're trying to say Uh, what am I trying to say here man I know exactly what you're trying to say uh not tuned into but I don't know the radar wasn't optimized that's not the word I'm looking for but that's Mm -hmm. the word I'm gonna use Mm -hmm. oh calibrated calibrated Calibrated. thank you man yeah this is the section of the episode where we're still like not mad at each other but (laughs) and uh (laughs) uh (laughs) <laughs> no, like, I I feel like maybe in my mind, again, this is just what I'm thinking, it, everyone knows now, if you are a listener of our show, that, you know, my wife is not a skeptic, but she's a very, um, she definitely believes there's always some sort of, like, reasonable explanation, that reasonable explanation being more likely to be not of paranormal or strange or whatever. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, anyhow... All that to say, I think it's more of a military sort of operation, mm-hmm. not our own, but, you know, people trying to spy on us, they've been experimenting with different altitudes and different types of things that can collect information and or drop payloads, you know, and that, that's the scary thing, you know, for me, the potential that we've just, you know, been missing this for, for a long time. Anyway, that's what I think. Again, mm. I don't think that they're of alien origin. Yeah. And thank you, Todd, for being so patient. I don't know that you've never interrupted me. Yeah, this is a first. This is the first time. I mm-hmm. mean, there's another moment in history, folks. Yep. Okay, man, yep. go ahead. Let us know what do you think. <laughs> okay, for our long-time listeners, you...
2: After these messages, we'll be right back. It's a pretty cool place. If you're a Martian.
0: Or a, vampire. or a vampire. I think you really know what's happening around here, don't you? Don't you? If anyone out there
1: wrong? We're, we're fighters for truth, justice, and the American way. Hey, this is Woody. And this is Tyler. And you're listening to That Would Be Rad. And now, back to our show. So, for our longtime listeners, you would probably classify me as maybe the the like the more true believer of the two of us you know yeah. I, I tend to try to always have an open mind, especially when it comes to like the super high strangeness stuff that's that just seems really far out and really you know bizarre I, tr- I try to like keep an open mind and keep that you know childlike wonder, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I have to say my sort of sort of like truther side when it comes to this stuff, I think every bit of this is bull. <laughs> I think that number one, I'm not even sure well, let me uh Qualify give my thoughts on thing. what I think yeah. the balloon is.
0: I don't I think the balloon was a complete distraction. I think so you're saying, and I'm just making sure that I understand so that other people understand, you're mm-hmm. saying it is not of Chinese origin. But the Chinese government claimed it is for a bigger plot.
1: Well, so here's the thing. So and You ready, folks. And this isn't a show that we're 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 not like a political show, right? But there are Correct. <laughs> there are massive ties with the Bidens and the Chinese. I think it just came out yesterday that it is a Known fact that they they received thirty one million dollars from top Chinese you know people in the Chinese government, so you know just keep that in mind. But I think and there's also some footage apparently floating out there that there's photos of the balloon where you can see English writing. So <laughs> not the one that I see. <laughs>
0: right i mean that's not what people are saying no 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 it's not that one
1: uh no not that one but there's another one there's some some zooming in and you know it's coming from the internet so god only knows i think you're telling me that the most protected airspace in the world would allow a giant slow flying balloon that's as big as what three school buses
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah, to to float completely from end to end of our nation without every F-22 dispatch
0: to take the thing out. I think mm-hmm. that's ridiculous. Uh, however, I mean, there's I, so many different ways to slice that. It's ridiculous in every way. In you every know what way. I mean? Like either there's a couple things going on here. Some other things that I've read is like, people think that maybe this is just, again, let's assume that it's not some financial tie thing, but like more of you know, this is a government that is just experimenting with, like, mm-hmm. what can we get away with? Well, right? and, well and, and so, wait, hold on real yeah, quick. And and so, in other words, they're testing all these different altitudes, and it's like, oh, wow, it's 60,000 feet, mm-hmm. this slow-moving thing, maybe it looks like a cloud to those radar technicians. No way. You know?
1: No, I, I think, and, and I'm not saying that, like, it's definitively has, you know, anything to do with, like, the Bidens and sort of... Some shadiness going on with like the Chinese military. (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying that I don't believe that, but I'm saying I am saying okay, so what you're saying is we're not going there. Yes, we're not really gonna do that. So (laughs) No, I think that either I, I think there's several possibilities. I think it maybe it maybe it could be that because of those sort of dealings, maybe there is a, a portion of this that is like, Hey, we know this thing is moving across our nation, but like, Mm -hmm. we're going to let it slide. So I think that's a possibility, but I also, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's sort of like an Occam's razor thing, which is the belief that, you know, it's whatever the most like easy, sort of apparent answer is, it's probably that. And I feel like, uh, and this, you know, this, this will eventually get into the, the real topic of today's show, but I do think that a weather balloon makes its way across our entire nation without being shot down. That's that's
0: insane to me. Can I just add something real quick too? Son of a to that, no, no, no. To your point, man, it is strange that like, and also if it was a quote unquote spy, spy balloon mm-hmm. in the in the same way of like, I don't think it's extraterrestrial because boy, if no, no, the no, aliens that finally get here <laughs> balloons. Have like, yeah, you know, are riding a little balloon that's just moving so slow. Although, Woody,
1: that would be like the funniest, most hilarious bit of irony in the world because... Mm, they finally made it. Or that's like their escape hatch or something. No, 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 no. Like- because when Roswell came, you know, it was clearly a UFO that crashed. And then they, then they re- retracted it and then put out... Oh, it was a weather oh, yeah, balloon. It, yeah, right, right. So the that. idea that the UFO is finally here, and then they just take the form of an actual
0: weather balloon. That would, that's amazing. That is amazing. And also <laughs> another equally hilarious thing would be like they're just like, oh man, you know, we're gonna crash, Mayday, Mayday, and they're like, this was their lifeboat, yeah, basically, right. and they're mm-hmm. like, and they're like, it's okay, they won't shoot us down. We're not scary looking. Boom. Yeah. Pop goes the yeah. Weasel. No,
1: I, I I think you have this weather balloon, and then over the course of three days you have four supposed ufos shot down i just i think it's total bull what i do think is i think that it does have to do with
0: this new uh like let's call it a spy balloon dude because i also want to make i also want to make a distinction here too because i wrote this down because i recently watched this uh there's this YouTube channel, this really cool engineer that, like, he's the guy that makes, like, the glitter bombs, mm. you know, for people that steal packages and the hey, world's largest of, super soaker. You know, there's a big glitter conspiracy. Have you heard about this? I have heard about the glitter conspiracy. We're not going to get into <laughs> okay. it Okay, it's weird. But it is strange. Uh, somehow this guy got a hold of it. A lot of it. Yeah. But, you know, he was talking about, for whatever reason, something that they were doing, and then he went into, like, weather balloons or whatever, and Ooh. I didn't know, like, how many... Go up like on a daily basis, and the fact that, like, that is how we have nowadays a more accurate, like, by the hour sort of forecast because it's transmitting the data down. But here's something that's that is going to be a distinction between a typical weather balloon and then this one. Okay. So remember, this one is reported to be the size of three school buses. Now, I looked up what's the average size of a school bus here in the U S it's about 35 to 45 feet. So Mm -hmm. times three, you know, you're talking about something that's like 130 plus feet wide. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, a weather balloon is like six feet wide. (laughs) Right. You know, Mm -hmm. they uh, can get up to about 20 feet wide and they don't go, essentially they're not 60,000 feet. Right. Right. And well,
1: and I think that's, I think the size is what allows it to,
0: yeah. To get Another there. thing that's interesting to me, you're telling me too that a, I mean, highly, a monetarily superior, probably, mm-hmm. military, a, a physically superior in terms of numbers of soldiers mm-hmm. just due to their population. And technology military, due to Roswell. You know, right. <laughs> I, I'm talking about China in this instance. Oh, right. They, they just don't have a spy satellite mm. with some HD? Yeah. We got well, a balloon. Well, and also I, th- I think it's, I I think
1: this whole like them the, the news whatever mainstream media I think like them constantly making like the big deal of it being like so high and it's like you we, we do I mean it's it's like widely
0: known that NORAD can clearly see it, it it's not like yeah. it's not like I the think old they days have where to, it was like, so that they have they don't have sensors that are just going nuts because I'll just give another example when I'm flying week, my drone yeah. Well, here's something else that I heard someone say. is like, why couldn't we just see it, man? Well, okay, look. When I have my drone and it's only up, you know. Yeah, it's too high. 400 feet. I can't mm-hmm. see that thing. I can hear it, but I can't see it, you know?
1: Although there, there are photos of it. And that's another thing. There are photos where it it didn't just keep that, that altitude the entire time. Like, yeah, like
0: the one that I sent you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but like it. there are photos, you know, from civilians where it was. Yeah. It was much lower and, and visible, you know. So. Yeah, and something that big, you're right. Clearly. I mean, clearly, it's kind of hard to miss, you know. Yeah. So I think there was either some shadiness. I think maybe it is an actual spy balloon by from China. I mean, there is a long history of, you know, we're not we're not throwing you under the bus uh, for our Chinese listeners, but there is a long history of the Chinese using these, this, like, balloon technology
0: to, to basically, like, drop these, like, firebombs? Have you heard mm. about this? No, well, I mean, I, I kind of read something about that. That's what I was talking about earlier when I said, you know, that's the kind of thing that scares me more is just, like, if it is a country, like, what are they using it for and what are the capabilities, you know? Are obviously this, this to me, back- if it's that easily caught, then yeah. we're not even close to understanding, like, the worst case scenario, you know what I mean? And I know that their spy balloon usage, uh, you know, the U.S. has used in other countries, too, and, and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But, well, the, the, what I'm talking about
1: goes back to the 50s. Like, they were, yeah. they, people would see them, like, coming through, like, the Midwest, like, just sort of, I don't know. And technically, I think, I think that's, those are technically our first, they sort of fall into the category of, like, the first uh, domestic terrorist, you know, sort of mm. attack. Wow, uh, which is pretty interesting.
0: but, um, <clears> let's get on, <throat> let's get on to the other ones. okay. i I just man. <laughs> I, mean, I think the ultimate answer is you just think it's, I think, like complete., um, yes, I something think, there's some sort of something going on here that isn't, yes. I think okay. that when you have
1: within a day of each other, you have like Trudeau coming out and which for everybody out there that that loves Justin Trudeau, Listen, I love Canada. My art rep Cam is a proud Canadian and every Canadian that I've ever met probably is has been amazing. But I think their prime minister is absolute garbage. I also believe that he is definitely Fidel Castro's son. That's another conspiracy. If if you want go look look into it and I mean, boy, it's it's hard to deny. But anyway, I think he's a super shady guy. And I think that him putting uh, so let's just look at this. So, you know, I brought up the, the Roswell crash, you know, back in 1947, you know, it was clear what it was. The, it was released in like the rate on the, on, you know, the radio announced that, you know, there's, it's an unidentified craft. It crashed, yada, yada, yada. Well, we're talking from 1947 and then within a day, it was retracted and then put out to the press that it was just a weather balloon. So from 1947 until 2019, the government has fought with, you know, by tooth and nail to keep this stuff a total secret. Suddenly Mm -hmm. in 2019, the Pentagon comes out and reveals, oh, this this footage that had been sort of making its rounds on the internet of like uh, the USS Nimitz, and the Tic Tac UFO, yes, we admit that it is, it is real footage. We don't know what it is. We don't know. We do believe that it could have possible extraterrestrial origin. Suddenly, everything online is going from using the terminology UFO to UAP, mm-hmm. which is sort of every, and suddenly like every government official that is putting out public statements are using the term UAP. And you know you have like Alizondo, and and um, it's super weird too because
0: in all of this crap, they've just they just were like, ah, well, it's UFO. right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like they completely changed course on on what, yeah. what to call them. I, I don't know. It's weird. well, and that, that's what I'm saying too. I think that it
1: just it just seems either it's like a massive distractionary tool, or I think that it. it more than likely does tie into what our our topic is today. I think that it's either totally fake, you know, possible, like, I know it's going to sound crazy until we get into it, but especially for you folks that, like, aren't, have never, like, looked into this stuff, but I think that it's possible, like, like hologram technology, which has been known, the, the U.S. military has been known to have since 1976. And I think it's either that or it's there's a possibility that it could be
0: you know our own sort of crafts Yeah, i'm not i i well let me just say this typically mm -hmm. speaking i am not necessarily one to more than just like briefly be somewhat entertained by a conspiracy theory Mm um tyler knows this about me listeners it's probably the reason why for the most part we rarely kind of talk about him on the show mm-hmm. and so like from my perspective when Tyler kind of was initially telling me all this kind of stuff I got to say like initially when you start thinking about it right mm-hmm. and l- 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 let me say this too could it all just be coincidence are there things that potentially are now don't say no I can you almost said <laughs> it just then no no I'm saying yeah it's Look, a coincidence could, that no, four on, UFOs? no 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 I'm not even there I'm not <laughs> even there yet I got it. So that's the thing that I, well, just let me, hold on, man. No, Is I'm not, this I'm, what happens when you interrupt? No, no, no. You I'm were wait, doing right, real
1: on. good. Hey, okay. can I, can I say one thing though? Well, you're gonna <laughs> anyway, right? No, no, no. Let me just clarify one thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, despite whatever Google says or, you know, any sort of like Snopes fact checkers, the term conspiracy theorist was actually created in 1969 when JFK was assassinated. It was used to sort of throw shade towards people who looked into anything that sort of uh, sort of veered from like the public opinion of like mm-hmm. everything is rosy and flowers with our government. They're only here to protect us and and do positive things. Uh, so just just know that like when we say conspiracy theories,
0: like I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't look at it as like, like yeah, it, we're not we're also not limiting them to. Only governmental conspiracy right, right, theories. right, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like I
1: just said, the, like the glitter. There's a,
0: mm-hmm. I think
1: that's a conspiracy theory. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, but I there's just a lot I out just, there. I do want to say that the term conspiracy theory and conspiracy theorist was created as like a, you know, a type of like disinformation, sort of attack to like, you know, take away any sort of validity for somebody who's like, hey, I've been studying this footage and it doesn't mm-hmm. quite
0: add up. Yeah, So the unfortunate thing is, too, that just like in every section and corner of any group, there's crazy people. Oh, yeah. And so they tend to be the loudest, and they tend to be the ones that get heard first. Mm -hmm. And then in addition to that, it makes it easier for people to just be like, well, I mean, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So anyway, Mm -hmm. whenever Tyler initially said, I think it's this, our show topic today, I was kind of like, well, I don't, I mean, what... It's not that I doubt any of this kind of stuff. I always like to know, like, you know, what's the, like, what's the main goal here? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But also, boy, it is pretty weird that all these things started happening just like back to back and and all that. I think, I don't know. I guess we better just get into it. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. (laughs) All of that to say,
1: uh, Woody and I both firmly believe that all this stuff is fake.
0: I don't. I didn't say and that. I believe that it's after fake. saying
1: that, uh, th- our topic today is <laughs> a topic that you know, and this is a conspiracy within itself called the dead internet theory. Go, go look into that. It's another one. But this is a topic that used to be a whole heck of a lot easier to find information on. But you will discover if you do look into this on your own that it's pretty hard to, it's pretty hard to find anything. Um, I mean, I it, found it
0: pretty one. Cool.
1: Well, I I think, I think if you if you know the gentleman's name, then it's a little easier. But I I feel I'm just saying for like your, not like us who are gonna, you know, do crazy deep dives down the rabbit trail. Like I'm talking about like your average person. You know, they type in the term, immediately it's going to come up fake, fake. You know, mm. conspiracy theory, whatever. But anyway, the the topic today is Project Bluebeam. It was started by a man named I've heard two pronunciations. I've heard Serge, and I've heard Sergey. I think it's probably Sergey because uh, he was sort of a you know French-speaking Canadian. Yeah. But it was by a Canadian jur- journalist named Sergey Manast who released a. Um, they say manifesto, but it's sort of like, a, it's
0: like, like a, a book, right?
1: Yeah, but it's not quite long enough to be a book. It's like a, like maybe like a pamphlet, maybe?
0: Anyway. He, that, he sounds legit already. Well, no, <laughs> no. He, no, he was like a legit. Um, no, I know. It's just funny to me. Like whenever I think of somebody just like handing pamphlets out, I'm <laughs> yeah, like, right, right, Uh-oh. Yeah. Or like there's like, like punk
1: zines. Mm-hmm. Oh, now those are cool. Yeah. No, I know. That's what I'm talking about. That's for you, Clay. But anyway, he released a manifesto in 1994 that, and I'm sort of par- paraphrasing here, but he basically lays out that there was a sort of tactic uh, that would involve the UN, NASA, and certain elements of the like the U.S. government, U.S. military. What he's probably talking about there is like what now we sort of refer to as like like black projects or like the shadow government it's like people that you'll never know their names Hmm. and they're people that are sort of making the calls to instruct like the actual politicians that we know of that's like a whole other thing but basically it's this plan project blue blue beam was this plan uh, it's a four-step plan that was basically created to I mean, I guess, like, form, like, a one-world religion that would ultimately sort of lead to a one-world government. Sergei Manast was, like, a, a... As his sort of research went on, he did
0: a whole lot into, like, the New World Order. Mm. And so you're saying, like, what you're saying is Project Bluebeam in itself mm-hmm. has multiple sort of stages or whatever. Its ultimate goal is to create this sort of... New world order slash universal religion global dictatorship mm-hmm. ultimately just to install whatever yeah. larger group is behind it all mm-hmm. give them power and just have their thumb on humans yeah collectively I mean, right
1: and and again I mean this is stuff that like it, it's funny because I can see I can see this guy and again another thing that's hard about this is like. Uh, anything that you find on Sergei, it's all in French. So, you know, even like his writings and stuff, like it's it's kind of like, you know, any videos that you, you find, which are amazing. I mean, they're like from like 80s, early 90s. And like, I don't know, it's just a great era, you know, to see this like sort of conspiracy theorist guy. I just wish it was in English. But yeah, basically it's this, it's this four-step plan that, I mean, kind of goes along with, your World Economic Forum, kind of this. Are you going to lay out these? Yeah,
0: plans? yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm going to okay. lay them out. Okay. But it, it does go in line with, I, I think, you know, it's kind of a shame that he wouldn't be able to see this stuff kind of come into fruition. But some of the stuff that we're looking at as like, you know, like a, our carbon footprint, our carbon mm-hmm. credit system that's coming, in our social credit score, like all this stuff, like, Whether you're conspiratorial or not, like it is leading in a direction of a lot more control in the hands of, you know, the government instead of its people.
0: And that's that's pretty scary. Yeah, um, what, real, what? hold on real quick. Now, I, I have to say this too, folks. I'm literally, this is the first time I'm learning of it. Mm-hmm. Tyler gave me strict instruction. <laughs> I did. <laughs> to not look up anything. So I don't, really, I think probably so that I wouldn't have any rebuttals since everything in the world is, is, no, no, uh, no. is a hologram. But like. I'm probably actually closer to you, to what you said. I don't know, but You'll see. I haven't heard it all yet. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is this. Uh, I do have a couple of quick questions. Okay. So if that's okay, I'm just going to throw them in there. I'm not trying to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I okay. haven't laid out any of the steps yet. Well, my, my question is, like, how does this, how is this guy sort of privy to this information? Is this a theory he sort of just kind of no. uncovered? Or like so, how? and this can kind of get deep, too, but
1: I'm not going to spend too much time into this. So, apparently, he had several connections who would later come out to actually... That video that I sent you, um, she was you know, the assistant... So, after... World War II, there was a thing called Project Paperclip. After the Nazi sort of regime was overthrown, the U.S. and the Russians took their top scientists and sort of split them up and took all of those, you know, great minds of the Nazi party. In that, the head of those or like sort of the, I guess, the greatest one of all, which again, I mean, to me, it's like, even this stuff is, even this is, like, hard to believe. But it was a guy named Werner Von Braun. And Von Braun was him and Jack Parsons. Like, they would go on to literally create NASA. So, a lot of the things that that we know of as commonplace, like, with NASA, was literally created by, like, a top Nazi scientist. Hmm. And so, a lot of the information, and he never would name his source as far as this part goes. But a lot of this was basically... He being Sergey? Sergey, yes. Okay. Uh, okay. A lot of this was coming directly from Werner von Braun near the end of his life. And so basically he was saying this, I think he was saying it in like this, maybe the 60s, I think. I, I'm not sure like when he died or not, but it was, he was saying that like basically this technology was already in you know, kind of in the works or whatever. Okay. And so then later on you would find that Werner von Braun's assistant basically comes out and and says, yeah, every bit of it is is totally true. Which is pretty interesting. One of Sergei's connections, like informants, it was like a I think it was like some sort of, you know, intergovernmental person was also said to you know apparently they were supposedly like taken out as mm. they say in the biz uh but anyway oh wait did you have any other questions uh
0: no so basically uh what's his name sergey monast um Manast mm-hmm. is an investigative journalist yep he so for whatever reason maybe we don't know i'm not sure was kind of able to kind of interview or potentially get into that circle Mm-hmm. and find out and this is where his th- this is where the theory came from yes okay, yeah. okay. It, it it came from like i'm just uh, making sure it's not just like he of course you know to buy into it all we have to believe that mm-hmm. sergey did speak to those people the assistant you know all that They're, i mean right more than one person you know more than one quote-unquote witness in a situation that has the same story mm-hmm. kind of is a. Uh, pretty strong thing there but yeah well,
1: well well let me say that so i guess in his project Bluebeam like manifesto he names this woman that was like an informant and was very close to, to von braun and then i think you know much later is when she came out and like pretty much backed every bit of it up so he yeah. never like named her I'm, I'm guessing for her protection yeah sure but then she would come out and and basically, you know, say that every bit of it was true.
0: All right, let's get into the stages. Okay, so the stages. We will return after these messages.
3: America's future can be determined by our dreams and our visions. It was very intense. For over 200 years, there have been reports of giant man-like creatures. Another dimension? Another world? I don't know. The most intriguing mystery on the North American continent. This is Joshua Kutchen,
1: and you're at my home for weirdness. That would be rad. Okay, let me say this. So I think, b- before I get into the stages, I think one thing about Project Bluebeam is that it, everything has to happen exactly like it was laid out by Sarah Sergey Manast. In my opinion, I think there's a lot of things that he was probably dead on with. But then mm-hmm. I think there's other things as with, you know, whether you're a good guy or a bad guy, like you're gonna adapt with the times. So there's a lot of things that, you know, again, this is in 94, you know, he had no way and the bad guys probably had no way of knowing that like the internet would become such a, such a big thing, you know, in society. You still mm-hmm. there? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm just, you, I'm sorry, just okay. no, 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 I'm, I'm
0: just taking it all in. Oh, okay. No, it, it sounded really quiet. Um,
1: yeah. So there's a lot of these things it's called that, listening.
0: I know, accent. you know, look, I know you're, since we're just introducing, we're educating. Um, uh, that's what happens when people listen. Anyway, quiet. go ahead. So a lot of these things I think people look
1: at as like, oh, well, this thing didn't happen, so this is clearly fake.
0: Oh, like, I see what you're saying. The okay, so you're saying there, that if you're going to lay out these stages here mm-hmm. in a second of the things that were said to happen, mm-hmm. you're saying a lot. Uh, uh, some of the ways that people discredit it right. immediately is if it was if these stages are slightly different here and there. Now, yes. I think it is important to kind of say this is this is not someone that's predict quote unquote. This isn't a prediction of no, the no, future. No. Mm-hmm. You know, like a uh, He's uh, he's not like a prophet, or right? Anything. Like right. No he's stardomist. saying, like, hey, this is a project that I'm aware of as of now in 1994, mm-hmm. and I, yes, dude, I think that's a cheap. What? Wo- and look, I'm not saying uh, that I buy into this mm-hmm. even at all. I'm just saying that's a cheap skeptical right. approach. Yeah. If it doesn't happen in the same way, I mean, everybody listening right now, think about your last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Did did they? You know, happen exactly like you planned. What about today's right. daily, hourly schedule? Did mm-hmm. that happen, or did something interrupt it, and you had to pivot and make a change? Right, exactly. That's what you're saying. That's okay, a, yeah, gotcha.
1: yeah, yeah. And also, like this information, I think the majority of this information is coming from, you know, information that was taken from von Braun in the 60s or 70s at the absolute latest. So, hmm. you know, it's like if you like really, you don't think that the 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 shadow government or, like, the the banking cabal, you don't think they're going to change their plan and, like, adapt, you know, when new stuff comes out, you know? Mm-hmm. So anyway, so the original sort of idea, the first plan was basically this technology that would cause, like, earthquakes. And before you laugh, there is well, we technology. We had one in Turkey. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, exactly. We just had one in Turkey. There's... This thing called HARP technology, H A A R P. It gets into like weather manipulation, and uh, there's a lot of sort of shadiness there, too. I mean, this is like a full on. I've dropped some real big conspiracy gems mm, on the show. There's site. a lot of threads that lead to other theories and stuff, too, correct? Right. Yeah, okay. So the the first plan is basically th- part, these. Are earth stage, first stage. First stage, right, right. These earthquakes are caused, and yeah. in these earthquakes, they're are relics and artifacts that are found and basically these artifacts were or are, are going to be used to like invalidate like religions all around the world right okay
0: and so well, i I'm, I'm if if i'm too silent whenever you're saying something it's because i'm writing it down just because again this is the first time i'm hearing this mm-hmm. and i'm okay so stage one is earthquakes Mm -hmm. within the earthquakes they're like hey whoa what's this right indiana jones pops around the corner Mm -hmm. he says oh god man this is a uh, casio watch but it's impossible it couldn't have it couldn't have been from yeah exactly yeah and
1: and and a lot of it i think it was it's probably you know and i'll reserve like what i believe in until we get to the end but yeah it's basically all these artifacts are sort of you know, upheaved. And between that and then using um, like the media and Hollywood, what's called predictive programming, that's like another sort of CIA thing where you'll see things in in Hollywood, like you'll see things in the media in movies, you know, years before these things actually happen. And there's a reason that like, there's a whole other sort of conspiracy side to that as well. But uh, it's called, it's called predictive programming. So, he believed at the time that, like, I can't remember the examples he had, but, like, you know, like, close encounters and yada, yada, yada. Uh, well, it's
0: kind of like, just listening to this, it's kind of like the example that you use often when talking about uh, folklore surrounding, like, things like fairies and stuff. And, the, and Peter oh, Pan, and for Disney. example. And then Disney kind of, mm-hmm. you know, taking that. Now, I think Disney did that because there's good stories within that, and yeah. then they watered it down to make it... A marketing thing for for kids to watch but like i used to man but i'm once you really look into like disney and again come on there's See, there's just too many threads and this is I part know. of the reason ladies and gentlemen <laughs> why i typically just i don't even yeah it's just it's not my cup of tea necessarily and then it just starts going everywhere and then your mind's just like i'm just gonna stay inside for the rest of the all all, uh, all i'm gonna say is you can find the official fisa
1: docs documents where the CIA physically helped fund uh Peter Pan. Walt Disney building Walt Disney World in Florida. Like they Amen. they they literally paid for the the swampland to be for the park to be built. So why why is that, you know? And then you have Project mm-hmm. Mockingbird, it's another one go look it up. But anyway, so First stage, Earthquakes. Well, works.
0: now I'm, like, super intrigued. Why is that? Why would they? What's the theory behind them? So so Project Mockingbird gets into this thing where... I'm talking about them funding the...
1: Yeah, so because it's all, again, it's tied into, like, some of this, like, predictive programming and some of it is, like, subliminal, like, messaging through his, like like, cartoons and movies and, like, little things that they were actually able to i mean it's so this is its its uh, own yeah, episode it's a, yeah but oh, no. it, it's similar yeah. to how and again this is one of those things that was so heartbreaking when i found it and we did an episode on this but it's similar to how you look when you look into like the laurel canyon sort of scene of music in the 60s like crosby stills and nash hmm. uh the, the doors Yada. i mean the list goes on and on and on every all of those were from laurel canyon right when you really look into it, every single band that made it big back then, every single one had parents that were in high, high levels of the U.S. military and or CIA ties. I mean, Jim Morrison from The Doors, his dad was an admiral, and he literally is the guy who signed off on the the Gulf of Tonkin, which would go on to start the Vietnam War. So, like, there's all this stuff. Oh, and then it's also a, a known fact that, like, the the big, like, sort of LSD craze at the time was the CIA is... Or they're the one who funneled the drugs into the scene. Mm. And it's like there's a lot of different... It's sort of social manipulation. And you can... You know, the Tavistock In- Institute was one that was, like, sort of the, the British version of that. But it gets deep. But anyway... Back yeah. to stage one. Back to stage one. Or well, stage two now. So... The stage two,
0: and there is a train going by right now. Which okay, sorry, hold on, I got another question. So, what's the I, if I, someone I, finds these these artifacts, these mm-hmm. new artifacts
2: mm-hmm.
0: that like what's the, so what like what are they? What's the purpose of of having planted artifacts, and then like how are they planting them? This is this is basically whoever discovers them is in on it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I I would imagine.
1: I mean, I don't don't know. I mean, I haven't looked into the specifics of that, but I would
0: imagine that it would have to be somebody sort of... Yeah. Now, has that been... Like, the only thing that that sounds like to me, I don't know if this is the, the part of the show that you want me to get into that, is it sort of sounds like to me like all those other things that you send me, where it's like, you know, the old earth stuff and like mm, eat, like, tartare like ancient, and stuff, yeah because all that stuff sort of it kind of seems like if if you are planting artifacts the only purpose i can think of is to sort of um and i think you kind of mentioned this earlier is sort of just kind of um dissolve the belief that you have whatever belief system that is it well, doesn't matter if it's yes it's christianity or buddhism like we all have in our dogma and our own personal zeitgeist, mm-hmm. an idea of how things went based on our own right. timeline in belief system, right? Yes. Yeah. So that's the only reason why, is, is that the purpose that they're doing? So, so I believe that stage one, and
1: again, you know, I, I th- again I think it's important to just continue to sort of harp on this, that like, the, surely there's some like pivoting. So if this is coming from like the sixties, um, you know obviously hey maybe we don't do this step maybe we do like i think i think because of the birth of like you know uh, like the media and like you know the nightly news and and hollywood and stuff i don't even know that this part is super relevant i mean i see the reasoning behind it the reasoning is is to hey here's this artifact that we found that that actually says that you know Jesus, like it starts to sort of jumble like timelines, and it sort of starts just to create, just to just to create a shadow of doubt
0: on like a theological level, right? You're, okay, so you're saying like maybe they go to the cross, and in Latin it translated to John Teeter,
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah.
0: And so, stage two,
1: which is probably you know it's there's definitely a they're definitely ramping it up by stage mm. 2. Stage 2 is basically using satellite technology to you know and I love that he uses like such old school terminology like like <laughs> beam holograms but mm. stage 2 was yeah. to basically create these holograms all over the world of like these uh, sort of religious icons whether it's Jesus, Muhammad, Buddha Yada yada yada, and then, and then basically, okay. So the, all all of these religious symbols are gonna start showing up. So I, I guess maybe that was like sort of to to make people start to take notice. You know what I mean? Of like, mm. whoa, what's happening here? And then the basically it would there. There's Art, a sort already of, got a problem. <laughs> well, listen. So it's to create these these religious characters all around the world that um, they just discredited in stage one, but go ahead, keep going. Well, yeah, I, I don't necessarily believe in, well, we'll get into that later. Uh, but again, you're, you know, stage one is shedding doubt. Stage two, you're suddenly seeing these things. And again, this was, this was written, you know, let's, 60s, 70s. So you have to sort of think of it through that lens, I think, also. Okay. Um, these, you know, hologram technology that is completely so realistic and so amazing that suddenly people are like, whoa. Um, And this ties in with uh, stage. Well, uh, so they're going to basically communicate to the people that, um, and even the way he lays it out, he's like, you know, for the U.S., you know, it's clearly a a Christian country. For, you know, this country, it's clearly a, a, you know, Muslim country. And, And like it's very sort of black and white. You know, mm. um, which I don't necessarily th- think that it's like that really anymore. But anyway, it ultimately, this hologram would sort of project into all these religions, whether it's Jesus, Buddha, Muhammad, they would all combine like a Voltron into. <gasps>
0: oh, no way. You know, listen, for in, real?
1: into one like sort of supreme being. And it would say it, w- it would basically tell the people that, hey, everything that you've read, uh, some of it's right, but some of it's wrong. And this is correct over here: Muhammad, uh, Jesus, Buddha. We
0: are all the same entity, hmm. which is a little problematic. Well, hold on a second, and I like I was so taken aback just now mm-hmm. <laughs> when you said like Voltron yeah. I did not expect I did not see that coming mm-hmm. uh so basically we got like Power Ranger deities that are going to be kind of yeah like yeah. but you know it's funny dude like I was and we kind of talked about this specifically accidentally the other day when you and I were just talking in general because I think again there I know there's people that when they hear the word conspiracy theory just immediately like off you know i mean that's and i get that it's all it's all on purpose though yeah well and what's interesting is like to me things like this it is hard for me to kind of fathom it just happening in general right but like guys we are living in a in a weird time Mm -hmm. this isn't 1994 now i think it would be a lot easier in some ways i think we're fortunate because like i think if this would have been successful by 1994, Mm -hmm. it would have been way more... Excellable. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, nowadays, we already have, forget about secret technology that Mm -hmm. exists, we already have public technology that exists. Like, have you seen those stinking... The dolphins? I mean, they do it, like... No, well, that, but just... That's crazy. Also, like, drone shows at the Olympics, man. Oh, yeah. At at, uh, Stone Mountain. Yeah, I was about to say, we saw it at Stone Mountain. Right? It's, like, it's incredible, Mm -hmm. and it's not secret. Right. So if we can do that already, I just imagine like, and you know, I, I almost, um, you know, I almost don't even want to say this out loud to give mm-hmm. a bad guy like an idea, but like, you know, it's going to be, un- unfortunately, like if you're Christian, for example, and I, I don't know enough about, um, let's say Buddhism or Hinduism or even, uh, Islam, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of whether or not there's a a trope of like a, a return or a second coming so to speak but let's just for a second if you're christian you're familiar with mm-hmm. the idea that at some point you know there's going to be like a time when you know there's a return right yeah and so like if that happened now and it was really happening mm-hmm. i and 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 Ann and i talk about this all the time even if we were like looking at it in the sky mm-hmm. happening in real time, we'd still be like, well, but is not I mean, like, is it just a hologram? Yeah. Right. Right. Well, and, so, and, anyway.
1: and also you, um, I mean, you touched on like a really important part with like the Christianity side. I'll, I'll get into that later, but so this thing appears, it sort okay. of joins into one, uh, so that like, all everybody on the planet can see this thing, right? And that mm-hmm. also plays into Revelation, uh, you know, in Christianity at the end times, where, um, you know, God appears and everyone can
0: see him, basically. And I something else that it, it, it plays Stop into, it going, man. You- I'm sorry, dude. It play it also before I forget. It also plays into well, I, you know, it's not my fault, dude. I didn't know anything about this, so mm-hmm. it's just like I'm learning all this stuff in real time. It also plays into. A simulation theory. Well, I
1: I'll go one one step even further. I go wonder ahead. if if you know all eyes will see this thing, uh, and even in Project Bluebeam, you know everybody will see this thing all across the world. Everybody will be able to see it. I wonder if if that's actually a, sort of a simplified version of it. Us having the internet.
0: Oh, I mean, look, you know, what that's, I mean? a, that's a, that's an interesting way to describe it at a time when the internet, they would have, yeah, yeah, yeah. They would have had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay.
1: So I, I don't know. I, I think that's just, that's been one of my thoughts for, for a while now, as far as like the, yeah, that's cool. You know, everybody will see, you know, when God comes back or
0: Jesus comes back anyway. So sorry, I was just going to say, if it happens by the time these people have heard this, that <laughs> the Voltron God, <laughs> you know okay sorry go ahead. yeah yeah
1: um, so stage three is to use uh, basically like telepathic communication to pretty much like explain all this stuff which is an interesting thing because we've had like what's called neuro electromagnetic devices since 1972 that we know of and basically how it works is it they're they're able to sort of process this, this speech which is also interesting too because you know now it's much more advanced but even back then in 1972 if you think about it hey we're going to hit this area this area this area so you just do that exact language with that exact dialect and you're sending out the same messages and it's sort of hiding in these little mini bands of frequency in between like the main sort of frequency bands you know what i mean
0: yeah dude I mean my mind is going a thousand miles yeah, yeah. an hour here because yeah. like thinking about it wow well, I don't know and so, and so the thing is too is like there these
1: are these would all be done on uh in like inaudible frequencies so it would be just like a per, it would sound like it was a personal thing in your mind right and mm-hmm. that's actually a thing that's you know on the market so sort of the the standard sort of thought is that you know whether it's you know, black budget, you know, we think of, like, Cambridge Analytics or Boston Dynamics or DARPA or ARPA. Like, these are things that, um, which, by the way, the first, like, director of DARPA, which is, you know, where you see, like, those robot dogs and, like, you know, they're, they're, supposedly they're, like, the, you know, at the front of the line as far as, like, new advancements. That's uh that's Tesla's, uh or Elon Musk's grandpa which is pretty interesting but yeah i digress uh so they were using this technology already back in 1972 but now it's called voice to skull tech and you know that you you'll see it in like cities and stuff
0: with like ads where like if you walk through have you have you experienced this um, nothing that I can think of that would be, that I could describe as a voice to school. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, that's, that's sort of like the, the term for it, but, and that gets into like some real crazy stuff, like a thing called gang stalking, which is like. Slow roll.
0: Talk <laughs> to me about what kind of ads <clears throat> I should have experienced.
1: Okay. So I was in New York like several years ago and there's like this one place that you can stand or you could, I don't, I don't know if it's actually, you know what, maybe it was a maybe it was like a Stranger Things ad. I can't remember. But you would stand in this one place and only you could hear this ad. And then, you know, you would look up. I'm pretty sure it was in in Times Square where like the giant, you know, screen is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like whatever ad was playing, you would personally hear the audio, but only in this like little Mm, special field or like bubble that wasn't audible to like anyone else. So it literally sounded like it was coming from your mind. So, like, we already have this stuff, you know, even on, like, a sort of semi-commercial level. But it's been around forever. The interesting thing is that eventually this sort of, you know, telepathic communication, which is a thing that was also used at Montauk, which they called synthetic Mm -hmm. telepathy. yeah, uh, And they would use it to induce, like, basically people thought they were schizophrenic. They -hmm. thought they were, you know they thought they were going crazy because Mm -hmm. they were able to like hear stuff and it was clearly coming from their head, but little did they know, you know, it's they're being manipulated. And so that would like sort of ramp up, I think. And, you know, and to me, this, this third stage is a little vague. I don't totally understand this part, but apparently he talked about how basically the synthetic telepathy would eventually be used, it would sort of ramp up into also making people be able to see, like, ghosts in their house, poltergeist activity, hearing, like, demons in their heads, Hmm. like, so I think it's just that further sort of, like, destabilization of humanity, if you will, you know? And so it would, therefore, that would sort of lead you into, like, this continued thinking of, like, well, maybe this this new Voltron god... (laughs) maybe he, maybe this is right. Maybe like, because I don't know what's going on. I'm seeing demons around my house and like, Mm -hmm. you know, think I'm going crazy. And so it'd lead to that. The one thing that, that you brought up before, which is a really good point about like Christianity is as far as I know, it's the only religion that, that has a, like a revelation where it sort of lays it out in like a preview. So the idea in, in Christianity is that, you know, there is a, like an antichrist comes on the scene. Who's a guy who's like, Hey, I can help you. Uh, I can solve all the problems. Right. And I think, uh, Man,
0: it's so weird that you said that Elon Musk was the freaking. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know it's weird. It? Um, although he did come out recently and say Dude,
0: that he was in the global, uh, I think it was like the global government yeah. summit saying global government is not good. Yeah, he, yeah. Which is pretty awesome. He's he also a guy that like, ha, you, I didn't know. I don't know if you know this. You probably do if you're a fan of Elon Musk. But like, did you know that Tesla's uh, patents are open source? Mm-hmm. They're not secret. And his reasoning behind that is that like he that would go against their company mission, which yeah. is to make the Earth a better mm-hmm. place. So if someone out there wants to make an electric car and wants to make a better one. His whole point is then that just means I need to work harder. Yeah. He, incre- dude, it's, it's incredible. Dude, it's incredible. But yeah. now, putting on the lens of <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. being like, you know, everything that I remember of, like, the Antichrist is like, right. so it's charismatic, mm-hmm. can solve a lot of problems. Holy yeah. crap, I'm starting to get scared <laughs> Right. Well, I, I think
1: I really like him. I think that, like what you say, like his sort of altruism. I like, I like that idea, but there are like...
0: There's some quirks, man. There's some
1: little things that, that like, it's like, man, like, like, just, just, and it's mainly like, just some like connections that he has that sort of leads me yeah. to believe that, like, I don't know, man, is this like a big, like, psyop within itself, you know? Um, but anyway, so the, the idea would, it's just this continual sort of like shaking off of like, quote unquote, like old religions. Mm. So, and, and I think this also that, you have to you have to sort of put this in in scale is like this is over the course of like several years too. So it's this like mm-hmm. ramping up, you know. Yeah. Um and then stage four a and a you know fake alien invasion. Mm. And basically the reason for that and I mean, you know, it I, I like Reagan. I think Reagan was awesome. Mm. But if you look at his speech where he's talking about, like, well, if we had a, an extraterrestrial threat, you mm. know, maybe that would be the thing that we would need to all band together and,
0: and come well, together I mean, as one, you know. Yeah, it's funny, though. Like, even... Like, you and I were probably too young to actually, like, just be sitting in front of the TV and, and being able to consume oh, yeah. that information and be like, oh, I yeah, was. I guess you, he's you probably right. Well, but I was. Come on. <laughs> but, like, it is a topic of conversation that I've had with folks before. Like, when it is annoying as heck, when, well, I mean, just like today, for example, like our country's getting more and more divided, yeah. seemingly, right? Mm-hmm. Now, when I'm around folks from all walks of life, in real life, it doesn't really seem like we're divided necessarily, but, you know, topics of conversation can get a little heated at the Thanksgiving dinner table nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not, that, that's that been the case for a while though, right? It, you know, the, uh, in terms of part of the things that I've talked about with folks is like, well, what is like something that would like bring us on all together? Well, it's happened throughout history not alien invasions but like war can typically right. bring a country together right like world mm-hmm. war ii everybody's working together we've got a single goal no matter who you are right right saying so, you know i think it was attempted to kind of do that in different wars but over time it's become less and less so so it's like what would unite us globally yeah and it's like you look at these stages right and it's like okay We've wiped out our belief system Mm -hmm. because now we have Voltron. Right. And there's all these other things happening. Well, I mean, what can save us? Only Voltron can save us. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Yeah. And so this alien invasion happens. I don't know if it's strictly if the, you know, quote, unquote, like UFOs are strictly holographic Mm. um, or if there's also like a... Combination. I mean, if we're looking at it as like 100% reality, you know, maybe these, some of these that we're seeing on the moon, I mean, on the moon, on the news are. Uh, God, please just stick to one we conspiracy. Never went theory. to the moon. Just stick to <laughs> one conspiracy. Theory. Um, You know, maybe, maybe some are like our own and it's sort of, you know, to sort of push the theater of it all. But anyway, there's this alien invasion that sort of, and again, this Sergei Manast was which sounds a lot like monastic. So that's interesting. Hmm. But he he was coming from a place, uh, he was a Christian. And so he was coming from the mindset of, you know, again, it taught, you know, in the Bible, in Christianity, it talks about, you know, the Antichrist brings forth this one world government, one world religion. And it, I mean, it's kind of crazy, because now we're looking at, like, like I said before, the World Economic Forum, and like, you know, all the stuff about depopulation with like Bill Gates. And it's like, it's it's kind of crazy that it's like, there's a lot of these things that are being like, these boxes are like being ticked off. But basically the invasion comes, that was sort of, that's sort of the last straw that sort of leads the people to be like, like you said, oh, the only way that I can be saved is the government comes to help me. And by this point, you know, all governments, and like I said before, All of this was between the UN, NASA, and certain aspects of the US government. So, you know, even just that on its own, you know, this like push lately for like us to, oh, we all need to be one united nation. So we would have a one world government. We would have a, you know, and a lot of people, this is sort of a side topic, but a lot of people believe that you know, if you if you are looking at it from the Christian perspective, a lot of people believe that this sort of one-world religion is actually, like, a form of, like, scientism. It's not an actual religion. I mean, this kind of goes against Project Bluebeam's, you know, proposals. Explanation but, of it, yeah. Yeah, but they, they kind of believe that, like, well, maybe this sort of, you know, because, I mean, look back in the last three years, and what would you hear the most? Oh, just trust the science. Trust the, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like oh, well, that's so stupid because science tells me this. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it sort of takes the faith out of it. Anyway, back on topic. Um, the, so the, there, this sort of new world order, uh, one government kind of thing appears to be the only thing that can help people, which in turn creates like a population that's willing to just freely give up their rights for safety. In this, there is a sort of a planned economic collapse and you know, ultimately, that gives up physical currencies, which I think we're already pretty close to that anyway. And he even talked. I haven't huh? paid. I haven't paid
0: for something in cash. No, 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 I haven't. Uh, either.
1: But 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 I'm saying if it, once you get rid of an actual physical currency, it is a little bit of a
0: scary thing if you really start. Oh, yeah. into it. because there's well, I mean, complete you know, control. You, like, dude, that's 100. I mean, not to knock everybody that just put it all into Doobed coin dope. or whatever, mm-hmm. like. You, okay, you're telling me they can hack into X, right. Y, and Z, but they can't just like, exactly. It, you know, jeez. Yeah, exactly. I, and and you're starting to see too, where
1: I can't remember. It's like some massive bank. They just came out and said that, hey, uh, we're about to adopt this um, protocol where, no matter how much money, say I'm a like multi-billionaire, you're only allowed to take out twenty thousand. At a time, so if this kind of goes into play, I mean, because you know, you think of it,
0: it's like, I mean, well, you remember, like that's part of the reason. That's one of the things that happened during the well, the Great Depression, right? Mm-hmm. And, and why so many things collapse is because in panic, everyone went in and right. pulled out all their money and all those mm-hmm. financial institutions. What's scary, I was talking about this the other day. You know, we drove by this, it was when I was on that road trip with my my dad and my brother. Mm-hmm. We drove by this little bitty bank, dude, that was just on this um, exit because we needed to fill up mm-hmm. and, and use the restroom and stuff. Tiny, tiny little community bank. And mm-hmm. I was just, for fun, thinking in my head, like, a place like that, how much actual physical money do you think they actually have? Barely there? any. Right. It's right. all digital. so it's all stored somewhere but it's like yeah. if people come in, you know, and that's part of the reason why they 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 started to do that to avoid like, you know, large theft and mm-hmm. and um well know, that's what they just say. like panicking and pulling it out. Right. Um yeah, I know, but dude, we can also the hard part about all this too is just like at the end of the day too, human behavior, we're just a bunch of freaking idiots sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like that's the reason why in a lot of times when everything like it happens here in the south all the time, ever since, ever, ever. If it's gonna snow. <laughs> oh, you, yeah. you go to the Dadgum store, and yeah, you're not gonna be able to find bread, milk, yeah, or uh, eggs. Right? Well,
1: I'm glad you brought that up because that's that's the exact mentality that all of this is relying on. You know, to to sort of push that control. Uh, it's all that like fear based kind of like which I mean, you know, if you look at I mean, pretty much every mainstream news network is like, it's the same kind of thing. It's just, maybe it's from like a different perspective, but there's so much like fear mongering and like, we'll get into that in a minute, but you know, it's, it's this like total fear. So if you think about it, like, okay, uh, man, I just found out it's going to snow on Friday. The entire grocery store gets bought up because of fear, Uh, which is, is, I mean, it's valid, you know, but you think of it as like okay, now there's an alien invasion. Uh, a year ago, we just saw this this giant being appear in the sky that's telling us that like the, all the world religions got it wrong. And this is this new thing that we need to follow. Like there's so many, now I'm seeing poltergeists in my house. I'm hearing things in my mind. There, there's so much like destabilization, which is kind of what like, you know, like the CIA is kind of, that's their bread and butter. That's sort of sort of social destabilization and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at like you know. So so anyway, so there's this it, it this economic collapse follows, gets rid of all physical currencies and you know, he even kind of talks about like the social credit system which actually China is like beginning to opt in and I have been since 2014, but it's a it's it's just this sort of entering into this sort of like thing. And it's, it is weird because like, well, let me say this, I think, and I kind of set it up top, but let me like clarify, I think for people that, you know, um, like for example, I really like Jeremy Corbell and Mm -hmm. I love George Knapp. Jeremy Corbell did a, a fantastic documentary called Lazar about Bob Lazar. Amazing. Incredible. I kind of differing a little bit different opinions now on him as a whole, but when you you know I follow him on social media and stuff, and when you go to like the comment sections when he's saying, I I think he just like wants to believe so much,
0: you know that yeah. it's like I mean that's kind of what I was talking about at the beginning he uh, of this of the community that that really um, has been studying these you know UFOs for, mm-hmm. for so long and, and and that kind of thing. And again, this is, I, 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 in a way, kind of consider myself somewhat of an outsider only because they're relatively speaking newer to me, these these figures in the the community. Right. Right. And to me, he kind of strikes, especially after like his approach sort of about these recent things from what I've seen, it's sort of like, he makes some good points. One of them being like, if China admits to this one, Mm -hmm. then... Um, if if these other three or however many, you know, were another government, it seems like we would hear about that and there would be, I don't know, He I guess he's using that to sort of say that they potentially are extraterrestrial. I, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting to me. He he strikes me as someone that says, or is thinking at this point, like, I'm kind of drawing the line in the sand a little bit and I'm not budging. Yeah, it, it's it's a really interesting thing because I
1: feel like... I feel like I'm the guy, you know, like I said at the top of the show, I feel like I'm the guy who wants to, you know, like the the X-Files thing. I want to believe. I want to, I want all this stuff to be real. I want it to be extraterrestrials. I want it to be, and I have since, you know, the fifth grade when me and my best friend Jesse Phillips had a, uh, you know, we saw a UFO. Like, these are things that, like, I've always like been super into, but I feel like there's a difference between that mentality that I just sort of laid out. And then Jeremy Corbell, which I think he, I think he does really great work, but I also think that he's relying on a lot of like what the government is telling him, you know, he's, Mm -hmm. it's like, um, like he's, he's not really going to be coming out talking about, stuff with like Roswell, like a Stanton Friedman. He's going to be talking about like, well, you know, Louis Elizondo said that this pilot saw this and then the Pentagon came out and they disclosed this. I don't believe any of that stuff. I'm not saying the, I think the pilots are just as sort of fooled as much as we are, really. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think in in some ways that probably sort of cements the credibility even more that, uh, you know, when you have like a bad- (laughs) you know, F-22 pilot come out and be like, hey, man, this thing, you know, shot up and it was faster than anything we've ever seen. And and he, I think he's being truthful. I don't necessarily think that, yeah, you know. Uh, but, I, but I'm just saying, like, I think there's a strong difference with where he is now, where he's real, like, every post is really tied to, like, this sort of, like, government thing. And it's a little like Stephen Greer, his big thing with, like, oh, well, we have to have, like, full disclosure in the government it's like that as far as we know they've been 100 lying to us since 1947 so it's like i just think it's naive that like suddenly they're going to come out and tell us everything and then and then i'm even more dubious when suddenly in 2019 suddenly everything is like transparent they're changing the terminology it's just like it's like okay so you've denied it for for you know 100 years but now suddenly you want to make it transparent and then in my opinion it they're doing that because they're going to use it for
0: something. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean because there's me, no other reason to do that. Well, the only other thing that I can in this is one of those situations where it's like if it's one or the other I'm not sure which one's the scariest and like the mm-hmm. other potential reason would be like there's so many of these things in the air. Now again, yeah. take yourself out of the Project Blue Beam thing for just a second. And mm-hmm. there's so many of these things <clears> that are flying around. Yeah, right. And we don't know how to explain it that we're going to be called out and then we're you know what I'm saying like Yeah. Uh, well, um, well you, you and I and th- this is I think where you're going with this.
1: You and I had had a talk whenever we first started talking about this. And I think I think you thought that I was saying cuz I kind of I kind of broke it down like like a very loose to, to woody as far as like yeah, it was real loose. No it way, it's, was like every, it's all fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you were saying that, like, you were thinking that I was saying that, like, n- all these UFO sightings all across the world, all of it's fake, every bit of it. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying, I actually believe in all that stuff. I've, I, I totally believe in Bigfoot. I believe in, you know, a lot of cryptids. I believe in UFO sightings. I believe in, you know, whatever. But I think. I think this hologram sort of thing and this sort of tie with, like, Project Bluebeam is a totally separate thing. I think this is manipulating and, and using that years of years of, like, actual real sightings, and it's using it against us,
0: basically. You know? Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah. Uh, no, go ahead. What you gonna say? I was just going to say it's, this is part of the reason why I always kind of get, like, uh, like, Throw my hands up and just I give up and not in a negative way against you. I'm just saying, like, in just these kind of theories and stuff, mm-hmm. sometimes because it's like, you know, if we've had the technology to be able to fake this kind of stuff at this level for so long, mm-hmm. then like it really becomes like certain things make sense, like no evidence or uh, the footprints ending, mm-hmm. you know, whenever right. you're looking at like physical evidence of things like Bigfoot phenomenon and, and that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, it just it becomes hard, and like I feel, in a way, if the technology exists and it is all sort of like, you know, BS, you got to feel bad for the folks that are out there mm-hmm. trudging through the mud in the in the woods to try to find something physical that you know. Yeah, but might I, not,
1: you know. But I personally think that all that's still true. I,
0: like, I don't think this has anything to do with that. I think this is, yeah. you know. But Shitty. I mean, it kind of sounded like that's what I was. saying. I was writing some notes down. And it's like all the weird, like sort of poltergeist stuff mm-hmm. and and uh, things like that that just make everything seem like, oh well, man, it's just the world's crazy. There's yeah, creatures right. everywhere and all this. Um, I mean, disembodied voices. Uh, yeah, there's an explanation there. I, I don't know. So,
1: well, let me. So that those are kind of the, the four stages. A couple things, sort of, sort of following this line in in the timeline. Sarah Gaiman asked you know during, well this would be a little bit before but he he founded the free press agency and that's where he would like publish his theories about like the new world order and one of the things that he does say that is like a, a constant is like a lot of this stuff has been tried before but has failed or been like thwarted and i think i think that's an important sort of aspect to this because it shows that that he's not just like, oh, it has to be, it has to be exactly, these four stages have to 100% happen exactly Mm -hmm. how it's laid out. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, that's how it's all going to play out. Like, I don't even think he necessarily believed that it had to be, but, but I will say, and like you said earlier, being in 1994, it's a, it was a
0: heck of a lot easier to believe then than it is now. Oh, dude, if, if Voltron came into the sky... (laughs) In 94, that's, I mean, game over, dude. Like, I'd be like, yep, sign me up. I believe it, you know. And then that's what I was kind of saying earlier, and that's the unfortunate part in a way. Mm -hmm. You know, that if something even good Mm -hmm. for, like, if you're a Christian happening, it would be difficult. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. it would be very difficult to sort of physically believe it with your own eyes if you were seeing it happen yeah and that's the unfortunate part because technology has now reached this point where oh yeah it's very easy to make something look incredibly good mm-hmm. you know man
1: i don't know i mean i will say this and i think i sent this to you it's over like over alaska so you know where you saw like one of the ufos like pass by like this footage you see this weird like these like green it looks like it's like scanning almost did you see that? Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I think that's all. O- that's if you haven't seen this yet, you should have by now because it's just all over the internet mm-hmm. as well. It looks almost like um, I think it's part these of the green lasers kind of coming down and yeah. like. Well, I mean, like a, from an alien movie, dude. You yeah, know, yeah. Like,
1: But to me, it looks to me like when I saw that, I'm I'm like, okay, there's
0: Project Bluebeam. It also uh, kind of looks like this dang drone. Or it looks like Stone Mountain too. I mean, all the laser shows. Yeah, but the the scale of this is like,
1: like apparently like massive. I think I think like you know what I'm saying. Like it wasn't like oh well, this is like in a space of like 200 feet. Like it was like mm, mm-hmm. like way back, like yeah, you know, a mile up in the up in the air. And they say I think the the official thing is like oh it's just a Chinese satellite. Which again, <laughs>
0: what? Yeah, I mean like that's the thing to me. It's like okay. And, and again, I'm not uh, necessarily leaning toward like, well, it's the be project, green beam, <laughs> uh, blue beam. But okay, if it is a Chinese satellite, so like either way you slice it, like I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm not happy about this because yeah. what does that mean? Ultimately, I always think about this in these situations. And I hope people have lasted this long because the one thing that I definitely wanted to say when we even just started. Talking about and thinking about this episode was, we'll return
3: after these messages.
0: this is bryce johnson
1: from the bigfoot collectors club and you're listening to tyler and woody on that would be rad
0: because that is rad like ultimately i think in these situations where it's potential i always think about it in terms of like how can i sort of protect my family, right? And the important thing is, right. no matter which way you slice it, if it's an alien invasion, if it's the government trying to, you know, exert control over you, yeah. um, or if you're going to see Voltron in the sky, mm-hmm. the most important thing we can do is just, you know, make sure, uh, and God, I wish I could remember the phrase, like, that my my, folks in, like, uh, Oh, I know, what you're, like the, I know what you're about. Make sure your say. heart's good with God, you know, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. like, we need to make sure that we're prepared in terms of 'Cause you know, it's real hard to exert control on somebody mm-hmm. when you got enough stuff to just take care of yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's Let true. it kinda just shake out. Now, I'm not saying I do, so don't come after me, folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm also just nervous about making an episode like this, uh in general. <laughs> well, just wait. You know. So
1: over the from nineteen ninety five to nineteen ninety six, and this was this was directly after um uh, well, let me add this. So but the his manuscript that he released before this Project Bluebeam one is literally about vaccinations, government control, through vaccinations, mass pandemics. And it's like, I mean, this guy was on to something. I mean, this is like 94. So, you know, it's, I, I find that really interesting. But over the course of 95 and 96, he was arrested several times. And it was it was always like, oh, we, uh, we arrested the wrong guy. Or, mm. uh, and then it was said that he was, he had a warrant and was wanted by being involved with, and this is like quotes, networks of prohibited information. Hmm. I'm guessing that's like probably a Canadian thing, you know, because they don't, their sort of free speech laws are a little different. So mm-hmm. it's not as like protected. His two little girls that he homeschooled for years, were taken away taken away by child protective services and placed in public education and with like the sort of I guess like welfare type system there's also some evidence with that that like one of the girls pretty much like disappeared which is kind of I I don't know like enough about it and it's hard to it again it's hard to research just in general now but it it's especially hard once you start looking into his stuff because it's like it's mainly like in french you know so he would go on to die in 1996 at the young age of 51 he was mysteriously jailed the night before he would die and again there was like no reasoning it was like oh we hmm. we we thought you were a different you know french canadian whatever yeah he was released he would go home he was alone and then he would die of a quote unquote heart attack. Now from 90, 95 to 96, when he started being sort of, sort of stalked or like followed by like the police and by like, you know, official folks, I guess, he had said numerous times that if he died uh, for people to look into his death, that he was 100% being like tracked. He had no record of any sort of previous heart condition, perfectly healthy. And so when I read that, I thought about, uh, so this is an interesting thing. And, and it's a little bit of a sort of a side note, but I think it plays into this and it's, I think it, it makes sense. So in 1975, after the, the Watergate scandal, the intelligence communities were really sort of put into the spotlight because there was a lot of sort of stuff that was like kind of shady, like a heavy, heavy, like abuse of power. We're talking like the NSA, FBI, CIA. They would be put on the stand in Congress, questioned. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called like the Church Committee or something. Mm-hmm. But like key figures were pulled into Congress. And in 1975, the head director of our favorite MK Ultra project, which was an actual thing, the the director of the MK Ultra project was pulled to the stand. And he talked about, yes, there was a... The CIA did have a heart attack gun. Um, And the
3: various devices for administering the toxin that were found in the laboratory certainly make it clear that purely defensive uses were not um what the agency uh had had uh, was limited to in any way there were definite offensive uses in fact there were dart guns you mentioned suicides. well I, I i don't think that the suicide is usually accomplished with a dart uh, particularly a gun that can can uh, place the dart in a human target in such a way that he doesn't even know that he's been hit There's no question about it. It was also for offensive reasons. No question. Have you brought with you um, some of those devices which would have enabled the CIA to use this poison for, we have indeed, for killing people?
1: Um, It was developed by a woman named Mary Embry, who joined the CIA or was recruited to the CIA at, at 18 years old. She was brought on to develop, like, natural and biological ways of neutralizing enemy threats. The heart attack gun was basically, it would use shellfish toxin that was like frozen and mixed with water into like a pellet or like a type of dart. So that basically if somebody shot you with it, it would hit you, then it would be in your system, into your bloodstream. But then the, because it was made of like a frozen material, it would dissolve away. Uh, leaving only like a very, very tiny, tiny, like little red dot. So unless you knew to look for this, you know, and I, I, I don't even think this was public knowledge until like the mid 2000s anyway, but she would go on to be part of MK Naomi, which was the successor to MK Ultra. So a lot of people believe that like, well, maybe, maybe it was this like heart attack thing. I mean, there's a lot of like weaponry, Mm-hmm. Black government weaponry, they say, they say like there's stu- there's like sound wave technology mm-hmm. that can cause like heart attacks and stuff. But the the CIA director William Colby would basically show the gun like on the stand and it was called a non-discernible microbioculator, and that was like on the the church committee. Sergey Manast was actually the Mel, the character of Jerry Fletcher. Uh, that Mel Gibson played in the 90s, okay yeah, yeah, okay. ninety
0: seven yeah. film Conspiracy Theory. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait okay, start over. Ahead. Sorry, because I thought you messed up and you're about to like call him. He was actually Mel Gibson, <laughs> yeah. and so like that's what I was focused on. So I kind of um, no, 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 no. You're fine. What you're saying is that character was based on him. Yes. Yeah. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. He would go on to,
1: I think this was around the same time or after he would he would write his project Blue Beam. manuscript. And this is just to show like how sort of on it he was, which is really fascinating. He put out this thing called, well, it was called the Toronto Protocols, which was sort of based off, the title was based off of this thing called the Protocols of the Elders of Zion, which is like this whole, whole other thing. But he released this thing called Bread and Circus 1967. And if you've heard that phrase before, it's from it goes back to, like, the Roman Empire. So mm. they would release, you know, your your arena stuff, your, like, sports, <clears throat> like, these big circuses and, like, spectacle. And it was basically to, to keep the public distracted from, like, the actual sort of political stuff that was happening. Here's how he lays out that, and again, a lot of this is from his, I don't necessarily believe that this is from the, you know, the Werner Von Braun's, assistant that we talked about before. Mm-hmm. I think this was based on, based off of his other informant, which, you know, urban legend says that that person would get, would end up dead too. But number one, infiltrate the education system. So you, you're basically rewiring the, you know, in what the kids know. Infiltrate the media, take over all news networks. And so you're able to sort of, you know, skew the narrative however you want. Feed messaging through music and film which Project Mockingbird, like I said before, I mean, CIA, you know, buying the land for Disney and then buying politicians, which you and I talk about this a lot, buying your politicians through funding from think tanks and special interest groups. And eventually it just falls into to chaos. So that is pretty much Project Bluebeam. I, I think, I know we've, we've gone a little longer than usual, but here's what I think. I think stage one, there was no need because, you know, we have the Internet. We we don't really need all that. You know, we don't need a newspaper, you know, to, to show up in the, in the you know, daily news or the your nightly news like channel saying, hey, this this artifact was found, you know, during this earthquake. I don't necessarily believe that the second one would play as well because you know the hologram thing i'm not sure that would even work with the internet mm.
0: you know mm. i mean maybe like i get it on its face in a way it, it almost works better in a way for people that aren't yeah uh, kind of like based on your theory that you're talking about where it's everybody can see it because we're watching it through right 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 the internet you know um
1: the i think the 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 third one like the like synthetic telepathy and like the the thing I think there's an element of that. I don't know that that is, you know, in the works beyond like sort of targeted individuals which have like come out and said that like, you know, they're being like followed and it gets really weird. Like Mm. if you're interested in that, look into a thing called gang stalking and it really is like fascinating and it's terrifying also because it's basically these people that are for some reason targeted, which I believe they're pretty much. (laughs) picked at random and it's just like a, a, like, you know, a trial. Make a a podcast
0: about this dadgum freaking theory. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm getting followed around, man. But
1: it, but it, but it really utilizes that like voice to skull technology. So you think you're going crazy, which is, I mean, it's pretty amazing. I kind of think because we have the internet now, because we have just the media the way it is, I'm thinking, so let me say this, and this is what I was trying to say earlier, but I don't think I did. Uh, you know, you go to, like, Jeremy Corbell's, like, post, and you look in the thread, and it's going to be like, this is this is Bull Project Bluebeam. Hashtag Project Bluebeam. Everybody is you're, like...
0: You're specifically talking about in reference to the things that are happening yes. now, which is those uh, UFOs that were shot down yes. in February of 2023. Yeah, okay. the supposed four UFOs sure. yeah, that were all shot down within three days, which...
1: I sound stupid even just saying it. But, you know, you see all these people saying Project Bluebeam. But I think it's important for me to to say that, like, for the people that do believe this, I think... I, so, so for me, I believe that there is an aspect of this that is taking place. However, I think stage one, two, and three is unnecessary at this point. I think this could lead into stage four. I I believe, like, the alien invasion part, I think that's going to be sort of the nail in the coffin of, you know, because we've already had, and believe what you will, and I'm not bashing anybody, but, you know, with, like, the the last three years, I mean, there's some clear manipulation because of this pandemic. Now, you know, and it's also been said that it was created in a lab, and it's also been, there's a lot to that. We're not going to get into it because it Mm -hmm. gets heavily political, but I think... You know, if you look at it, a lot of it was to, uh, you know, a lot of think people think that like, oh, every bit of this was just a, a total test, just to see how willing these people would be to give up their their freedoms and their rights, and you know, then this Project Bluebeam, which again, step four is sort of the next step to sort of be the nail in the coffin, and mm. I think I just think that's important to 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 note that, like, when people say Project Bluebeam, I don't think they're, I mean, maybe they are, but I think the majority of your sort of truthers or your conspiracy theorists out there are smart enough to, like, be like, you know, we're talking about a portion of, of Project Bluebeam. Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah,
0: like a fake alien invasion. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I think, here, here's what I'll say about it all. You know, what with... 100% certainty, I'll, I'll, I can say this, that no matter what, it is weird mm-hmm. <laughs> that all this stuff is happening. And again, it's it really is simple, you know, just a simple uh, study of human behavior and psychology and stuff. Mm-hmm. If, if you were someone that wanted to exert control, boy, it's relatively laid out. Mm-hmm. Pretty simply, you know, I mean, because at the end of the day, on the optimist side of things, I would say that like, for the most part, like humans and humanity, like we do care for one another. We are like selfish in nature, though, too. And, and, and I don't mean that in a, uh, I'll just put it this way. If something was happening, like my family comes first before anything else. Yeah, right. You know, and so that's where my selfish nature, it's a survival instinct that we have more of like a biological Animalistic behavior, mm. really, and then our fans. Um, well, of course, and then yes, our fans. <laughs> but I don't know what to think about it at all. It's super interesting. I, mm-hmm. I think part of the other reason why I just entertained <laughs> us doing a conspiracy theory in general. And again, I'm not trying to like throw shade or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. just that for the most part, because there's always so many like in this talk about this, and then this one mm-hmm. is just like too much. I like to be able to focus on yeah. a single topic, you know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it is very interesting. I mean, this is very interesting stuff. Well, and, well, and you the, can't, nobody, I don't think anybody out there listening can can say, even if you think all of everything that this person, let's just say that this Serge, Sergei uh, Monast mm-hmm. was a complete hoax, or a hoaxster, or just like crazy, mm-hmm. you know, delusional, whatever. Right. No matter what, I think we can all agree that like, if any of those things happened, mm-hmm. you can agree that like, it would be pretty easy For us to all be like, oh god, you know, yeah. Well, we have to do this. I mean, yeah, right, yeah. Because especially at that level, man, like when it starts getting to that like crazy end of the world style feeling, yeah. Which we again it goes back to that selfish behavior. Yeah, we, uh, dude. I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, man, sitting on my back porch, thinking like, this is it, man. Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to be living here. Like, what am I? You know, yeah. It's just it's scary, man. And I I don't know, like, and now we have
1: Canadian. U.S. governments all coming out saying we shot
0: down UFOs. It's like yeah. On the flip side, like let's say if I was just gonna say like okay, let's just say for a second, mm-hmm. if it wasn't this, well, it's gonna be hard for you. Mm-hmm. But if it wasn't this sort of uh, unified tactic, yeah. What like what else would it be? What what could it be? So I I
1: i mean i only see it as that i mean and i forgot to mention this but this is this is something that i that somebody i ran across something where somebody was was sort of throwing out this idea and i kind of think that there could be some validity to this is that the whole point of the chinese balloon was to get everybody's eyes in the sky and the mm. fact that oh well we're not going to shoot it down we're just going to let it that's a good point. Flow on over into the ocean. Because mm-hmm. and like I said before about the pilots, they're using I believe that that, okay, you know, say it it's one of our craft or say it's a hologram, and then we see a pilot shoot it down. Well, if you have witnesses with their cell phones, they're gonna post all that stuff to the internet. And that's only solidifying the case even more. You know what I mean? So is it this it's the idea that like our president let a you know and and if you're correct let
0: a chinese this administration you know there's no way this guy like he's no he's, he's he's <laughs> i mean and the same would be true like here's the thing too it didn't it, whoever was president mm-hmm. you know yes they're the commander in chief that's the important piece of that information right they're right. in charge right. of the military and so the military and whatever the infrastructure is mm-hmm. then we need to blame the administration because there's more than one in other words like yeah, i don't yeah, like yeah. hanging the hat on one person yeah. it's everybody that's well working, all those different jobs yes like but there's no I, even if it is let's just say for just a second again going back to this isn't project blue beam mm-hmm. and by the way dude i'm pretty sure this i know i'm sorry this is a side check here. I'm pretty sure there's a butter in Indonesia <sighs> called Bluebeam. Oh no no no! There's a bread company called Sunbeam. No 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 no! God, you think we got that in Indonesia, pal? <laughs> no no no! It was called Bluebeam. It was actually pretty good. Wow, okay, cool. going back going back into it here. If it wasn't these, if it wasn't this, mm-hmm. it's it's still bad enough, dude. That like let's just say it was a spy scenario. Let's just say these other things are. And the reason why there's more of them is because now we've recalibrated our. Oh, our uh, NORAD radar yeah. and now because like I do remember dude, when I was in this like helicopter in Seattle like the air traffic control I could hear like oh, you know you put, head, you, you put on the head uh, you put on the the headphones and stuff so you can hear in the in the uh, I guess the cockpit of the of the helicopter mm-hmm. and uh you you also hear what the air traffic person is saying and they're like, uh, you know, we've got a uh, a drone that's flying at about seven thousand feet. So make sure your altitude and we're like around that height because we're like, you mm-hmm. know, checking the city out. And uh I kind of like looked over to the pilot. And I'm like, I mean, is that okay? <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> yeah man, we're fine. I'm Are we like, cool? Oh, okay. Okay. So like if the if the I imagine there's especially now that drones are publicly available. Like I said, mm-hmm. I fly one. There's a thing on there that it says, make sure you don't fly in restricted airspace. Right. And like most people just like skip out of there, like XX out of that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. But but that is the difference. All of
1: these, all of the, you know, quote unquote UFOs were like supposedly all like at least the size of like a car.
0: Yeah. Kind no, 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 I get it. But Which, like,
1: I, yeah, again, I I, I'm not saying that like, Maybe they're used to seeing a bunch of sky
0: flying around, dude, and they... Uh, I mean, <laughs> could be. Oh, uh, I don't know, man. To, long story short, I don't know what to think about it. I tend to lean... Uh, I, I'll say this. Do I think that... Um, do I think it's possible for there to be and always have been nefarious organizations oh, yeah. that exist that are only interested in their own sort mm-hmm. of self-interests and stuff that have ties to political leaders across the globe and 100 fund a bunch of all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. absolutely yeah do i th- you know i don't know i'll just say i hope it's i hope it doesn't come true at least for another couple hundred years because i don't want to uh mm-hmm. have to explain to my kids like who voltron is and like why i like mm-hmm. you know the transformers better and mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um
1: yeah no i i think i think the reason that I really wanted to do this episode is number 1 so you could
0: finally talk about
1: every conspiracy. Theory no, but you always fill my head with I did realize in even just laying it out that like it does suck because I wish there was a way that I could just like take what's in my head and be like here it is here's here's why all these strings like attach to each other. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. th- that's sort of I will say that is Probably one of the most frustrating things. I mean, especially for me, with the rambling. But like for other, sort of like you know your your neighborhood conspiracy theorists, because it's like there is a history. Like if you're following like history, like a lot of the stuff has happened. A lot of the the shadiness that's happened. It's, so they're going off, and we, and I'm going off of like, you know, the last hundred years of of sort of behavior with these agencies. So it's only, it, it only makes sense that it's just another tactic. Whereas like somebody who, you know, your regular nine to five guy he comes on, turns on the news at 11 o'clock before bed and like, that's all he's seeing. That's why I wanted to do this podcast to mm-hmm. basically provide a different angle. Well, not, yes, but also to, for all the, with all the UFO stuff and, and, you know, you, I'm sure you guys are like seeing like tons of stuff on social media and I'm sure a ton of you are seeing the phrase Project Bluebeam and probably have no idea what it was. So that was like the the real goal mm-hmm. of mine is like, hey, I kind of want to lay out because it is, like I said before, it's extremely hard to find like a, a cohesive kind of layout of like what it all sort of encompasses, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, also
0: give me a, a the opportunity to ramble for yeah. Two hours. Yeah. I mean, I I think it is it is fascinating. I know, you know, my brother's listening, mm-hmm. you know. Old friends. Oh, we lost him uh, an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When he read the words Project Blue yeah, Beam, he right. was gone. But no, I mean, like, it is, I understand both sides of the coin here, which is, you know, just as an example, and I was like, well, just pretend that it's not Project Blue Beam. What else could it be? And you're like, well, I mean, that's all I could Once you kind of see and, and, and kind of have your own thoughts about something. Sometimes it is kind of hard to see. Once you take that red pill, it's hard to get that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it is fascinating, man. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm kind of, like I said, I just hope like, can we just have like, Hey, you know, I, I said this, like, you know, in our first season and, and even I think last season, can we just have a couple of years where it's just like chill Chill, man, please. I just want to be like a dad and show my kids Terminator Mm 2 and not have to worry about, are they real? Are they not real? There's something in the sky. You know, like, can we just chill? Everybody can kind of keep their own religions Mm -hmm. and everybody can kind of keep their own governments. Let's just be, let's just, hey, man, let's just chill. Yeah. Okay, everybody just chill.
1: We don't need Voltron.
0: Um, Yeah. No, one thing,
1: I, I, I do think that, you know, this is also our way of saluting sergey manath because whether you like him or hate him he's a cool figure that would have been around like during like you know like around the time probably before like x files but like he just reminds me of like that kind of character you know so like Mm -hmm. you know and it's that like pre-internet kind
0: of thing like i just i love that already Mm -hmm. i mean we love that already i mean say what you will but when i think of 1994 i think of oasis definitely maybe mm. hey did and you see that thing that's that I our seen? show huh <laughs> did um, you see that where no. like
1: the artist that like wrote it is like selling like basically artist that that wrote it yeah so on the cover of definitely maybe it's like that cursive like definitely. oh the font okay yeah the, that's cool the actual guy that physically wrote that with a nib yeah dipped in ink uh, he's releasing these prints that he he's writing it, and they're all numbered, and it says "Definitely Maybe." Oh man, yeah, That's dude, it's cool. Dude. It's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. No, but but you know, I think I think there there has to be something, even if you don't believe in anything that we just said. I think I think it's still it's hard to deny the fact that he was a wanted man for like this b- arbitrary, bizarre like being a part of a network of bad information. He had both of his kids taken away. And then, you know, he was jailed and arrested several times. And then the day after he was detained, or the night after he was, the day after the night he was detained, then he just has a mysterious, like, heart attack. So I think even if all that was just, like, coincidence, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. I, I feel like there's got to be something there,
0: you know? yeah. So.
2: Access granted.
0: So you were saying before we got before we pressed play on that episode from the vault. Yeah, bef- before
1: we opened that clamshell case, and mm-hmm. put that tape in. Yeah, I think this episode was one that I felt really proud about because it is one of these things that, like, look, it does sound kind of crazy. Like, I totally understand that, but at mm-hmm. the same time. There are a lot of things that have maybe they don't look exactly the same yeah. you know as that maybe like original plan or whatever, but there are a lot of things that have sort of come along or come down the pike that are pretty similar, and so you know, if Werner von Braun is saying that you know the last and final move you know to to basically take us into a one world government mm-hmm. is with a, you know, sort of fake alien attack and or, you know, it's the agelian dialect, which is like, you know, create a crisis and then create a solution. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, there, and this just happened on December, I think December 14th, there was a game award show and there was this MetaQuest game called Asgard's Wrath 2. So like video games, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a video game kind of like expo kind of thing. And I hope you guys go look it up because it's pretty fantastic. It's this game uh, where you see what, I mean, it's this sort of hologram projection. And I just like to look at things that's like, okay, well, if this is in the the private sector, if this is in like video games, Mm -hmm. something like that. I mean, you see, like a portal open up, and you see, like this sort of CGI character, like come out, and he's like pointing, and it's very three D. And I mean, it looks great, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like, okay, now let's tack on several, you know, billion dollars more
0: to this technology, and well, I mean, it, don't pussyfoot around it. If you militarize that, technology, that's what I'm saying. Yes, exactly. Then, wow, right? Yeah, yeah. And the military, and
1: as we know, the military-industrial complex, uh, when they do something, they do it right. And so yeah. that war machine just keeps on rolling. But anyway, mm-hmm. like in 1969, when the CIA came out with the term conspiracy theory mm-hmm. as a way uh, uh, you know, to sort of sow disinformation mm-hmm. for anyone that had a differing opinion about the wildly absurd JFK assassination, you know, we're still kind of reeling from that all these years later. So this is one of those topics that falls under that purview and, you know... Whether you believe it or not, or whether you just like the episode because it's entertaining and yeah. it's fun.
0: We hope you enjoyed it. For sure. Let me just say too, some of the things that I loved about this episode, and again, I wouldn't have been able to guess it on the front end because for the most part, I am it's not that I'm anti-conspiracy theory. <laughs> it's just there's no, it's just that there's so many and it's just about everything. And it's just like, it just, it it exhausts me mentally. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That said, the interesting thing about conspiracies to me are that a lot of times, man, they are, the foundation of them is built up of like grains of truth. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of truth. Sometimes it's just like a little speck, right? Right. And they're fun to dive into a little bit and everything. Uh, And sometimes there's some mind-blowing ones. I'll give you an Mm -hmm. example. At some point, we have to do an episode about JFK, and this is something that I just learned the other day. George Herbert Walker Bush Bush cannot say where he was the day that Kennedy was assassinated. Yeah, and because you're talking about the Bush death cult. Hold on just a second, just a second. I don't want to dive into what it is just yet because that's not why we're here today, okay? What I'm saying, though, is about that specifically, not because of the why, but I'm just saying in, uh, so we can get a perspective here. Mm -hmm. I know exactly like to the, to the letter where I was standing Mm -hmm. when somebody called my phone and said, Hey, we're being invaded on September 11th, 2001. Yeah. When I was in college, I can picture that perfectly. Mm -hmm. I can also tell you exactly Exactly. where I was as the sort of, um, you know, the The whispers of the beginning of the pandemic, I was actually traveling. I was in an airport, and uh I remember like seeing all these so so like my point I think is it's pronounced pandemic my point is <laughs> there are all these things that happen, and when they're so significant, something significant mm-hmm. like that and i don 't care which way you slice it. A president of the United States being assassinated is mm-hmm. significant it doesn't matter who you are you're going to remember that stuff so anyway. Mm-hmm. Built in within these conspiracies, there are strange things, and it does make you think. What I loved about this one, though, and the conversations that I was kind of referring to at the top of the uh, of this uh, sort of uh, reopening of this show
2: mm-hmm.
0: was it makes you think, and I think, we you know, we talked about it in this, and we've talked about it since. When things do happen, it's getting more and more to the point where it's going to be hard to believe your own eyes. Yep. And it's going to be very hard to discern whether or not what you're looking at is real or Mm -hmm. fake. Our technology has caught up to that point where, I don't know if you've seen some of these, like, drone shows. Oh, Did you happen to see any of the footage from, like, the One Piece debut um, viewing uh, watch party that they had in Los Angeles? No. Dude, they had... It what look to be like a dadgum. Yeah. You remember that scene in Lord of the Rings when Gandalf shoots off the fireworks and all of a sudden everybody's like running away because one of them looks like a dragon's about to crash right, on them. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine that, but it's a chi- it's like a Japanese One Piece dragon that's flying through the air and you're like, what in the world? And then it just like splits off and makes into the One Piece flag. It's wow. all drones, dude, and it's uh, yeah amazing. Mm-hmm. But still, what I'm you know, I mean, how do you believe that something's a UFO? How do you believe that? Yeah. You know, this, that, and the other. And so what I loved about this episode is how so many of these things connect. And it really does make you wonder. And it makes you, I'm all about sort of being aware and and also sort of being educated enough to sort of use that as a tool to sort of discern, not necessarily doubt. I think there's a difference mm-hmm. between doubting and, and just trying to discern whether or not you should take something seriously, or just be at least at the very least cautious uh, mm-hmm. about it. That said, I don't care if it's fake. I don't care if it's real. If something's flying above, I'm running. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I also kind of have this new theory that um, I just it, and it. I don't. Know, I sort of uh, sort of go back and forth on it if I should even say it. But I just kind of had this thought the other day of like. Okay, what if the actual, like, sort of projectors, what if that is Skylink? What if that's where why we're having all these Skylink launches? Like, they're mm-hmm. literally just setting up the projectors. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't never know. I never thought about that. And let me tell you what, and I don't know that I... <sighs> oh, wait, is it Skylink or Starlink? Starlink, whatever. I knew what you were talking about, okay. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Some of the things that I think that would just be almost uh, chaos inducing world ending mm-hmm. kind of thing is a just put, let's put it this way let's pretend for just a second and i may just cut this out man or just include yeah i just don't want to even put this out in the airwaves dude it's what? that detrimental or it could the potential for it to be Are you can say cyber weaponized? attack because that's no what I'm no about. forget cyber attacks dude what I'm for real not going to put this out. So sorry, listeners, this is going to be one of those conversations. In me and Tyler I just have to have off air.
1: Um, I think that, I think that it initially was part of the plan, mm-hmm. almost. But I think the, like, super hard left, I think they've went so far away from, you know, because think about it, when this, when this would have come out, he was talking about they already had a hologram technology in the 50s, right? hmm And, I mean, Warner von Braun was like, you know, Project Paperclip. He was, at, you know, at the genesis of NASA, which is a whole other... Uh, we're definitely doing a NASA episode this season because it's about as shady yeah. as it gets. And I know it, it pains you because it... God, it pained... It really pains me to even say it. But it's like the height of, like, conspiracy. But anyway... Uh, we'll get to that later. What I'm saying is like he was talking about this this technology in the 50s. So imagine from the 50s until now the amount of you know they say in in sort of the black areas of like oh. te- <laughs> of, of technology, you know, we're talking like Boston Dynamics and DARPA and all that kind of stuff uh, uh, they say, <laughs> they, say <laughs> they say we're like 20 to 40 years ahead of anything that exists within, like, the commercial realm, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I fully believe that that we have all that stuff. Now, hey, one thing I do want to go, I do want to bring up, and, again, you, we will do this episode in the future, uh, the JFK thing, but one thing that I discovered is I think for all of us old-school sort of conspiracy theorists, we were always like, yeah, but the, the Zapruder film, like, shows all these other angles, right? So... The Zapruder footage, it was supposed to come out, like, years later. So if you think about it as, like, okay, well, they had this many years to alter video to whatever, and then you find out that Zapruder himself is an honorary 33rd degree Mason. It's just, it's all connected, every bit of it. Yeah. I just think that there's more to conspiracy than... You know, you're, you're sort of, um, I don't know, debunkers give credit to. And like what he said, you know, even if it is just this wild kind of thing, like, there's still some, like, truth in there, you know. Yeah.
0: And it's more like the concepts of the possibilities that really I enjoy. Right. You know, just having to think outside of it like, oh, yeah, you're right. What if somebody was able to completely fake an entire invasion mm-hmm. because they have just the technology to do so? You know, mm-hmm. what are the ramifications and consequences to something like that happening? That's what interests me, man. Well, and
1: again, I mean, it's it's like I said before with like the Egalian de- dialect is like, you know, you, you create this... You know, false alien attack with like holographic technology, and then, oh, now we're gonna now we're gonna provide the the cure for this thing or the solution mm-hmm. for this big problem, and then that solution is the thing that you know puts you into all digital currency, mm-hmm. digital credit score, dig, like, and then then you're stuck. Then there's once that happens, we're we're in a
0: slippery slope. But you yeah, know, speaking of solutions. You know, you know i'll tell you what's not digital and that's magic mind now (laughs) there's a digital solution that you can you know find in other words if you go to magicmind.com slash brad Mm -hmm. and then enter in our special discount code that they've hooked us up with which is brad 20 then our listeners can get up to 56 percent off now in case you're not good at math like tyler and you only got the history reward in third yep. grade yeah thank you that's more than half off of the normal cost now some of the and reasons half why I, half is half <laughs> some of the reasons why i love it mm-hmm. it helps me feel energized without feel, feeling jittery it helps me uh stay clear and focused throughout the day i'm a hustler man i'm a go-getter mm-hmm. and i like to feel focused and not crash later
1: you know? here's to you sergey manast Cheers. <laughs> uh, so, if you would like to reach out to us or you know take a look at our manifesto, it's over on the Rabbit Trail on our Patreon. Uh, so, if two hours isn't enough uh, <laughs> rambling for you, we're also doing it over there, and it's a little looser. It's a little, but it's a little deeper too. A little deeper. We so appreciate it. And we're so grateful for our best friends over there. It really means a lot. It's sort of a uh, it's sort of a physical kind of way that that you know you're able to show that you like appreciate what we're doing. And that's awesome to us. Go over and find us on Instagram, on social media, shoot us a DM, drop us a comment. If you would like to talk to us or, or you know, tell a story or whatever, shoot it over to that it would be radpod at gmail.com. Uh, but even better than that, if you do have an urban legend, if you do have your own conspiracy theory that maybe I've never heard about, which I find that very hard to believe, uh, <laughs> feel free to send it over or leave a voice memo, 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 leave a voice memo on our website. That would be radpodcast.com. And yeah, we would, uh, we would really love it. Get out there, tell one friend about the show, get out there, leave a five star review if you have a minute in your busy day. And uh, I guess that's about it. You got
0: anything else, Woody? I think that's it, other than. Just uh be careful out there, and mm-hmm. if Voltron shows up this week, yeah, well, you know what to think. Also, look out for that heart attack
1: gun. We love you, we appreciate you, and as always, be rad.
2: That's the way go.